0: Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We've been going over the last week or so, my favourite team ever. So this is picking position by position, my favourite players. We went through fullback a couple of days ago. Carmichael Hunt got the nod there. Wingers, we had Anthony Minichiello and big Greg Inglis. Centres, we did the other day. We had Jamie Lyon and we had Mal Mening. And now we're moving to the 5'8 rolling. I found this one incredibly hard. There's some guys that I absolutely love, uh, you know, ranging from Brad Fittler, Brett Kenny, um, you know, Wally Lewis. There's some modern-day guys like Cameron Munster I absolutely love. Laurie Daly was another one I thoroughly enjoyed. So I found this one really tough. And for people that have been long-time Guru listeners, it won't shock you who I've selected here, but I've gone for Cliffy Lyons. Now, for me, Cliffy Lyons is one of, if not the... Most gifted, most naturally gifted footballers we've ever seen. He could just do it all, Cliffy Lyons. Won premierships in 87 and 96 with Manly. Two time Daly M medalist. I think he won it, uh, I want to say 1990 and 95 or 94. He definitely won two in that five year period. Uh, you know, incredibly impressive. He was the dailym5 5.8 of the year two or three times as well. Clive Churchill medal in 87 against the Canberra Raiders before, you know, Ricky Stewart and Laurie Daly arrived, scored a cracking try in that grand final. And, like, I'll always remember later in his career, which is what I saw more of, to be fair, but, you know, the the connection that he had with Steve Menzies was just something else. He'd, he's one of those, you know, really old-school fellas. You know, you'd hear stories about him putting away, a, you know, a dart and a beer at halftime then going out and carving up... Um, you know, he was playing in the Manly local comp until he was like 40 years old. I had the privilege of playing him one night in Oztag, and the night I played, he must have been 46, 47 one night, and, and he, he he wasn't quick, but he was just unbelievable. He just, every, everything just stopped around him. He just had so much time. He just knew where everyone was going. It was just like watching poetry. It was incredible, and for me, growing up, watching him uh, is just such a privilege. I'll never forget that 1990 game two of the Kangaroo Tour. I talk about this quite a bit, but... They score one of the most remarkable tries you've ever seen. It goes from, I think I've put it on my Instagram page before, it goes from, you know, the right edge all the way to the left, it comes back to the centre, it goes back to the left, then it swings all the way down to to the right-hand sideline and you've got Andrew Eddinghausen making a break and they're all swamping in on him. And he just bombs it back infield and Cliffy Lyons, just being the sort of instinct sort of fella he was, he's he's just hovering up through, through the guts there and the ball sits up for him perfectly, he scores a cracking try and then... Later in that game, of course, I've spoken about this moment. It's um, it's where Ricky Stewart throws the intercept. Then a couple of minutes later, he comes up with a winning play, putting Malman and over. But at the start of that play, I mean, Cliffy Lyons, you know, he, he I, I believe he didn't play game one. So he got brought in for game two. So he's under a bit of pressure there. And, you know, he had about three or four touches in this play where, He just switched the play over completely—that real old school, almost touch football sort of style that you see the older generation play, where they just they change the point of attack completely, and it created all that space for Ricky Stewart, a tremendous footballer and you know the absolute king of you know think fast and play slow. I talk about this a lot, where you know you you look around, you assess the field really quickly, but you play slow and your tempo. It's like what Nathan Cleary was doing this year. He played slow a lot. He changed his tempo a lot. He went from slow to fast. And mate, this guy was exactly the same. Some of the stuff he could do was simply incredible. I mentioned his combination with Beaver, and you know, he'd sometimes just look a little bit blase, like he didn't overly care. And but he just he was just able to do stuff other people weren't. And you know, as I said, this is my favorite team, this is my greatest team ever. You know, there's been 5'8s that have accomplished more than this guy, uh, Cliffy Lyons, but for me. For entertainment value and for just enjoying raw footballing ability, I find it really hard to go past Cliffy Lyons. Um, as I said, there was a number of five-eights I wanted to select, and there were so many five-eights I wanted to select because it's probably my favourite position of players ever. There's so many guys that play this position that I've just loved for so long. So I have selected a couple of other five-eights in my team in different positions. I've been a little bit flexible, um, but this guy Cliffy Lyons, he's one of those guys that. I wouldn't want to play anywhere else. I would have to have him in my team. I just loved watching him, and he's hes the sort of guy that you definitely need, need a certain type of halfback with him. So that also played a role in selecting my halfback, which you'll hear tomorrow. But Cliffy Lyons, he was always going to be in this team somewhere. There was a while there where he wasn't going to be in, and then I thought, I just love this guy too much, and he has to be in there. There's not many guys you see with his raw ability ever. There's no guys around anymore. I personally don't think you'll ever see another footballer come through that's got... As much raw talent as what Cliffy Lyons had, it just looked effortless for him. It's like he didn't even train for it. He just he just already had it in his back pocket. He he had skills and vision that I think any footballer ever would be very, very jealous of. One of my favorites to ever watch. He always will be. He's still getting around playing a bit of footy here and there. He probably will be until t- t- he's in a box realistically. That sort of guy, champion fella. Um, you know, rep football didn't come easy for him. I believe he didn't make his rep debut till he was like 29 or 30, which was really late. That was essentially the 1990 Kangaroo Tour. Uh, had his troubles at Manly, especially at the back end. I think they cut him twice. I think he retired. He came back. Then he, then he clipped over the 300-game club, which was, you know, simply incredible. Uh, you know, one of the greatest Indigenous talents we've ever seen and just one of the greatest talents we've ever seen in rugby league. A guy I'm a huge fan of, and I would just love to see him in this side with this sort of talent, and especially to link up with the man at seven, which I'll be announcing tomorrow.
1: Hold up, what was that?